podcast. Thanks for listening, readers. Your powers of endurance as we trudge through this endless combat are much appreciated. As would be, as always, any ratings or reviews, you would be so kind as to leave us on your podcast app of choice, be that uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Lucas's Weird One, uh, whatever it's called, or Stitcher or Podbean or whatever. And if you get the opportunity, it would be great if you would subscribe uh, and spread the word. Tell your friends, tell your gaming group about our wonderful show. Just don't tell them very much about the last few episodes because I think we can all agree they've kind of been the same. But anyway, let's not worry about that. You can always find us on Facebook and you can find us on Twitter at Billowing Hilltop. You can look at our maps and artwork on our Tumblr at billowinghilltop.tumblr.com. We've got no other news or information, so we may as well push on with episode 112 of the Billowing Hilltop podcast, 99 Dread Baboons. Dear diary, yes, me again, hello. See, I am trying to be nice. Today I will talk to you about my abandonment issues, because apparently those are my core problem, according to Mr. Fletcher. He notices such things. He knows such things and feels justified in telling me as I sit there. Just me and him, in his office all very quiet except his thin, squeaky voice, the clock and the sound of his glasses, needing constant cleaning, wiping, 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 always with his left hand, his right hand repositioning the glasses precisely to ensure equal cleaning attention, making everything clearer with a simple circular action. That's what he likes, a simple, solution delivered from up high his lofty position he sees it so clearly in his big office his comfortable chair with the signs of age in its arm his deep and wide polished wooden desk with many drawers you can see and the ones you can't his important papers and files arranged neatly on top and some's hidden away detailing the lives, loves, and whereabouts of the pupil, and their parents and their accounts, and the heavy metal paperweight, and the sharp stiletto letter opener. The sharp stiletto letter opener. Oh, my abandonment issues. My parents, you understand, they abandoned me to Granny. They abandoned me. They gave me, they sold me, they bargained for their lives in exchange for me. They cried and wailed and pleaded and promised and watched each other torn to the ground, wretched and wrenched, their hearts destroyed. But they bargained for their lives and abandoned me to Granny, nevertheless. Thirty-seven days later, Granny abandoned me here to teach me. That was five years ago. The cyanide six left me to take the blame for the Tobias incident. I wasn't keen from the beginning, as it was a clumsy affair, but I have been told to try and get along with the girls, so I tried if only to get some peace. And then they were gone, and I was there, alone, abandoned by them, leaving nothing other than the echoes of their laughter as they ran while I was tying the rope looking up to the ground, hanging by my ankles, not really in a position to hide. 
They ran. I remained to face consequences. One of which is to see Mr. Fletcher cleaning his glasses in his big office, with his big chair and his big desk, and the files detailing the parents and their money and the sharp letter opener for an hour a week, every week. Mr. Fletcher knows that all my abandonments are the root of my problem. The evil that lies inside, it can be banished. The abandonment can be extracted from me, and the gap left behind filled with purpose, drive, and a positive benefit to society through hard work and belief in the greater good. The abandonment can be abandoned. Mr. Fletcher doesn't really know, though. I feel nothing. Time is a great healer, they say, unless there is not enough time left to heal. The cyanide six will find that out. Mr. Fletcher will find that out. Anyone who abandons me in the future will find that out. Good evening, everybody. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Hello, everybody. Hello. Now, we'll do a recap in a minute. Hello, readers. Take your spot. We've got plenty of space because we've only got a partial pull. Well, that seems to be par for the course, though, doesn't it? I think that's a lower lip. Is that a lower lip? <laughs> I, I hope it's a Whatever lower lip. Whatever it is, it's a not bit making of, any noise. Well, there's. I think that's beard coming off the bottom Ugh. of it. I think that's what that is. Anyway, oh, whatever, let's hope. There's a tube, and there is his giant wrinkled bag just sitting there. Dan, could you put these gloves on, please? Put on the special gloves. Oh, no. I want you to reach into Paul's bag. Oh, I don't want to do that. We've got some reader interaction to cover. Okay. We were asked on Twitter, I am humbly requesting you to sell a t-shirt with a book on it with your logo and the book cover must read Encyclopedia Retreatica by <laughs> Buckcroft Flat. <laughs> <laughs> you also need a t-shirt that says if it is the real Parker. I thought merch. Yeah. Merch is what I thought. Yeah. Merch is what we need. So I I threw it open to our two followers. And what did they come and back And it with? turned out that People were interested. We should do a, have a mug. And printed on it should be Bards shouldn't have those spells. <laughs> that was one of them. That was Alex Campbell. Thank you, Alex. Yeah. You'll notice that there's a sort of through line yeah. in these suggestions. Johnny. Next one, Peter Bridges. Hello, Peter Bridges. A dice tower guaranteed to get rid of those bad rolls. <laughs> well, I'd get yeah. those. Nice. Yeah. Is it dirty mm. toiletries? Oh, uh, <laughs> I like that little range. Recycled toilet paper. You can oh, put dear. Oh, yes. God. Stuart Cantrell. It's got to be branded calendars so you can accurately track your years of D&D gaming experience. <laughs> Clerically blessed artisan cheese and sausage <laughs> baskets. That was, that was something called Clean Steve. Thank you, Clean Steve. Uh, Hesty dressing gowns. That was popular. Yeah, a little bit too small. Uh, anyway, there we go. So I thought that was quite. I thought we should have a quick look. Well, there's got to be. There's got to be something with. I never yeah. would have done that on it. <laughs> yeah, I think bug on food. I never would have done that. Anyway, we'll have to have a think about merch. Yeah, we can produce some merch. Yes. The problem is, it's got to be designed, and we don't have a designer. Well, we do. No, we don't. We have Paul. Should we have a recap? Can anybody remember where we are? We're in the ziggurat of as we have been for the last you know, twenty-seven uh, years. Yes, I think I think this combat has gone for. If this is episode one hundred and twelve. I think this combat has gone for seven episodes. I think we've only killed one thing, haven't we? If that. Yeah, because they all keep running away when they get down to low hit points. And we just thought... No, no, it's much better than that. 
I think you've killed double that number of, th- of things. <laughs> At least 100% more. Well, yeah, there's 100% bloody more. The angel thing that's taken my hit points keeps running away. We've killed Chaos Knight and the Hingehead, and that's it. You haven't actually killed Hingehead. You've killed one of the Swords of Chaos, they're called. Anyway, let's not get into all of that. So last time, where we left things. We haven't even killed Hingehead. I thought Paul had taken him out. The creature that we're calling the Worm Caller strode out into the room to stand at the edge of the pit and was attempting to dispel magic on the wall of force that's protecting you from the bugs. So I'm going to make the roll uh, with intelligence as the modifier. It rolls a d20. It rolls one and fails. Fails to dispel the wall of force. This wall of force. (laughs) Saving your ass. Oh, God, it is. You stand there. You think, oh, my goodness, that was close. The worm caller is standing at the edge of the pit. Just see it look down into the pit and then look at you. You hear the screech, the sound of wings, uh, as the angels uh, hear them. Ah, oh, come on! Approaching, ascending, they burst forth. All three of them, including the ones that have taken, oh, you're including the one that's taken some of Parker's hit points, they burst out into the chamber and they reach. I'm saying I think they can reach the edge of the pit. They can reach floor level, but that's all they can do. And so we move on. To Uncle Buggy on nine. Right. Do something. We're, we're screwed. Sorry. I don't know whether we're supposed to be captured or something. Maybe we're supposed to become I prisoners. Well, this is just. How many hit points are you on, Buggy? I'm on zero. Oh, yes, I've of course. I've made one successful death save. However, I'd like to point out that I have a flaming sword. Mm-hmm. I think I can lie on my sword. <laughs> Take one point of damage. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Would drop me to, although I'm on zero, it would drop me to zero in terms of damage because you can't go on to negative, yes. And then my death ward kicks in, which means I'm back on one hit point. There's a lot to get into here. The first thing is that doing any damage on you is two failed death saving throws. Okay, well, I can do that, I'll be on minus two death saves, but then I'm back onto one hit point right away. Yes, that's the way the death that's the way the death. I feel like there's some bookkeeping chicanery going on here no no, it's a fourth level spell can you read me the text of the spell the first time the target would drop to zero hit points as a result of taking damage the target Mm -hmm. instead drops to one hit point and the spell ends if the spell is in effect when the target is subjected to an effect that would kill it instantly without dealing damage that effect is instead negated against the target and the spell ends I think the word drop is your problem in that sentence because when you take the damage you will not drop to zero hit points you will remain on zero hit points um yes right but i didn't take damage did i the phrasing is quite clear that you must drop to zero hit points and you aren't going to drop to zero hit points you're already on zero hit points Mm. have i got my hit points or not i mean you you don't have any i didn't take any damage no you're dropped to zero hit points by this effect no, I appreciate but if I take kind of damage, you can't area. take negatives, can you? So I'm actually taking damage this time. But you won't drop to zero hit points because you're on zero hit points. You could argue he was dropped last time, though. I think you were dropped to zero hit points, but not as a result of taking damage. We've got into that as well. So here it says, if you drop to zero points as a result of taking damage... Which you didn't. 
No, but if I take damage now... You will remain on zero hit points. Well, you won't drop to zero hit well, points. Well, what's the... To, Hello, I guess readers. The question this is, is what you were... This at what is, point this is become the content? When he fails his second death save, which would be the point... That when you're unconscious, you drop whatever you have in your hand, yeah? And at that point, the mm -hmm. flame tongue goes out. Yes, because exactly. the flame so tongue would have done its work. I've got no problem with that. He's able to damage himself. Doing so would knock him unconscious. That seems to be self-evident. He might drop the sword or it might go out. After that, the work is done. What we're talking about here is a bit of legalese. If you were to play a common sense argument, I would say that the idea of Death Ward is when you take a large amount of damage that would drop you to naught hit points, you don't drop to naught hit points. But you didn't take damage to get to naught hit points. It was like, go to jail, do not pass go, do not collect 200 pounds. The thing is, it's a, it's an odd concept being on zero without taking any damage. I mean... Or without it being a death effect. Yeah, it's almost... Um, That's actually the bit I have the problem with. I have no problem with your argument about it being... You know, he's not dropping to zero hit points. I kind of agree with that. Right. The loophole that you've kind of gone through previously is where I have a slight issue. Well, I think the issue is about whether or not we're talking about... So you're, you're the DM, so whatever you say, you're the judge. Well, I'm trying to be nice. Well, right. don't try to be nice. Be, be, you know. No, no, no. What I mean is I'm trying to be, okay, well, I'm trying to be fair. Well, okay. Well, let's let's say I can't do that. Then hang I'm on, just making on. another death Are we sure that you should be making them at all? Well, that's kind of, isn't well, that's a point. good point, If you don't take any damage point. to get to zero hit points, aren't you taking an effect that's a death, effect, that's a death sure. effect? So the death ward kicks in at that point. Oh, because so, okay, well, it says if the spell well, that's, that's is still in effect when the target is subject to an effect that would kill it instantly without dealing damage, it dropped into zero hit points. It, no, there are spell effects that can kill you instantly. They slay you. I think that's yeah. the, the language they use. Game over when you fail the saving throw. This rather specifically doesn't kill you. But then it the drops first effect hit points. kicks in. Essentially, the, first time the target would be dropped to zero hit points. By taking damage is the deadly second part of that sentence. I mean, you could be arguing that this is a magical effect which puts you on zero hit points as if you had saved your. You don't death. have to be. So you are you don't have to in be a stable condition. You don't have to be dropped to naught hit points by damage to make death saving throws. When you start your turn with zero hit points, you must make a special saving throw called the death saving throw. It doesn't care how you Until got there. Until you've saved it three times, in which case you're then... Staying. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that, I'll make the roll then. I'll make the uh, second roll. Here we go. Here we go. Ooh. No. Okay, so that's one success and one fail. New session, new orc dice. Uh, well, I'm not going to use it Were you blessed? It now. No, it won't make any difference. He was, but he, he's not going to make it. It's not going to be enough. Okay, so you're still conscious. You can crawl. You can take an action that doesn't involve casting a spell, making a skill check, or making an attack. Does anybody... Well, Do you have a healing potion? No. I could crawl towards one of the healers up to the next pillar. Crawling incredibly crawling fast. Crawling north. <laughs> yeah, well, because you're... Because, like, how fast do you crawl? 35 foot around. <laughs> okay. Essentially as fast as session moves. It doesn't quite make sense, but... Okay, so you're crawling north towards Burple and Sessions. Yeah. Parker on four. Maybe you can throw me the happy stick or something. Oh, yeah. It's a free action. If you if you aren't able to heal, I know you've got your own problems. It's not a free action, but it can be done. Let's get into that in a minute. Parker. Well, I will just lay into this thing in front of me. Hinge head. It's looking very wounded. It looks like it failed. It failed its save mm -hmm. against the great big damaging spell. Right. Philly so, well, first attack. Oh, I got the bless in there. Well, it's a 25 anyway. It's a hit. 
18 points of damage. 18? Yeah. It looks even more severely wounded. Still alive? Oh, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's looking, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. 14, but I haven't had the bless. 16. 16 is a miss, I'm afraid. And then the arm strike. Oh. It's armor class 23. Hit. For six points of damage. Final strike. Oh, oh. it's a four. Yes, 18. Exactly oh, what lovely. you need. Now, so it takes eight points of damage. And then there's the thing is if both the thunder and the lightning both hit, yes. then you get to yep. do additional. But I can't remember whether it was one or two D6 extra. Hang on. Do you want me to look it up? I'm looking it up now. Okay, good. Because so I don't know where it is. <laughs> yeah. A furl of dice of lightning and thunder damage. And another nine. It's not very well, but it is still... Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> anything else for Parker? Moving? Doing anything? Um, Composing a poem? Leaping up and down? I'm just wondering whether it's worth moving away Wiggling. from it. Seeing as I can move away without... None of those things. I will move all the way back towards sessions and... Uh, Alessandra. Who's got Alessandra's sheet? Graham. Paul is... That is a lip. It twitched then. Are you sure it's not an eyebrow? Oh, could be. It's not very hairy. Yeah, but it, it could, could be a bit of brow. Yeah. Shall yeah, I roll I to see so. who's rolling Alessandra? Shall I run her? Okay. Because I'm not doing anything? Oh. Good idea. Johnny. Okay, Alexandra goes off. He was buggy. She has I don't know that she's got... No, also, she is tucked around the corner oh, yeah. of the western atrium uh, with yeah. one of these creatures on her case. Can she it's fly stuck, over she the top of this creature? Yes, she can. She can stay sufficiently uh, okay. distant. Yeah. So she's going to fly over, and then it's Hingehead who's very wounded, is it? I think Hingehead is the one that's on Parker, and Hingehead is very wounded. Okay, yeah. well, she'll the one move the up, fly move. up until she gets a line of sight. Oh, no, Parker, you've moved, so I can't get it. Uh, now you know what it feels like. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll, I'll do a shot Plus at... nine. Hingehead. Hingehead. Plus nine. Okay. Good luck. Oh, <sighs> deary me. Is there just one attack? Probably. Or you, could use her, you could use her ought dice. <laughs> well, if that thing, thing screams again. again. Shall I uh, do an ought dice? Don't know. Let's see if there's another attack first. One attack. There's only the one. No, there isn't. Uh, does she have the off-hand hand crossbow yeah, thing? That's it. Oh no, not with the not using. Yeah, she does, but she can't do it when she's not when she's not with the longbow. That is, I think, stretching things. No other uh, special abilities or anything like that. Honestly, I don't think uh, so. I, not that I know of. She's a pretty straightforward uh, piece of work. Okay, what's her move? She flies at sixty feet. She's got another two squares of movement. I owe the bonus type. Sorry, and the dash action is a cunning action if she wants to use it. Yeah, she's going to move up to the northern end of the... She's going to head up towards... Head towards the northern the doors. Of us. As far as she can go their way, yeah. something like that, right? Yeah, that's about as good I don't as know she whether we're going to okay, retreat good. or something. On 16, burbledy hibbledy hibbledy hobbledy hi. Graham, what's your plan? <sighs> I'm getting very close to running out of interesting spells. I'm wondering whether we should kind of wig out and regroup... See, I have three hit yeah, points. so why don't you grab... You see, we can't quite get everyone. We can get four of us, though, can't we? Yes. And Alessandra can fly. She could probably fly up the stairs, because that goes out, doesn't it? The stairs... We don't know. End. 
They go out to the top Do of they? the... Don't they, Mike? Alessandra's judgment was that there was nowhere else for them to be going. There are four little staircases that run up the inside of the walls. They're contained staircases. Yeah, walled off. There's two in the north, two in the south. And at the tops of those staircases, Alessandra could see an opening and daylight. Her presumption, therefore, is that they open out onto the roof of the ziggurat, or rather onto the flat open surface at the exterior base level of the ziggurat. Think of it as like a wedding cake. I, if I, I mean, can... We could just move. Yeah. If we're talking Dimension Door, where are we going? Well, how far is the peripheral wall from where we are, roughly? Peripheral wall is... Give me one moment, please. Uh, this, you know, the dungeon's designed so we can't run away. We can't heal up outside because there are worms everywhere. Can't go beyond the wall. There's all the apes. Well, all, all I would say is... There's the beholder, obviously, as if, well. If you need to get four of you out, I can always... And if someone can give me a heal, I can always uh, Here we go. do meld to stone for eight hours into the wall. Mm. Like I said, I'd the question try and get out. Yeah. Where do we go? I would think maybe the wall opposite where we came in, see how far away that is. It's 180 feet from the edge of the ziggurat to the wall at its longest point, right? The long boundary... If you're going to try and hit a six, you do it from the corner, and that's more like less than 500 feet, feet to the wall. So we could dimension yes. door to the far side of the wall, opposite where we came in, so the beholder is you on could. the other side of the ziggurat compound to us. If you know where we the don't, beholder is. We don't, but I mean, is. it's... Um... i tell you where it was the last time you saw it. It was spooking about just on the other side of the, the north of the ring, which is where you came from. Right. But that was its last known position. Yeah, so and it could be anywhere, but... Yeah basically might be just in the side the ring you don't know nod bod the monkey said that people didn't go inside the wall options are fire off a spell and run up the stairs you've got buggy lying there bear in mind i know but he can crawl quite quickly i have healing but the healing basically doesn't get me to a place where i can resist yeah. anything i think i've got dissonant whispers so i could try and take out hinge head and then move. I could step to buggy and dimension door. If we don't dimension door, the chances are they'll follow us. And these things are just kind of fly, guys. I honestly think if we don't dimension door, there's a very strong chance that um, you and buggy will both die in the next round. Yes. I mean, I can pick somebody up and run away. But the thing is, the thing is, I you... I can heal buggy on... I, yeah, but I you're gonna, buggy you don't go, you don't go till after the run. bad guys have gone. The question, there are no, two true. actions yeah. before so they... So if we wig out, we're basically leaving Alessandra dick in the wind, aren't we? Because we can take one person yes. with us. Someone has to go and pick up Buggy and go. How's Alessandra doing for hit points? Alessandra has... Can she? Could she survive well, She has 56 hit points, but she is easily the easiest to hit of us. Mm, maybe. Yes. Although purple's not that hard to hit. Anyway, it seems logical that we should get the hell out of Dodge, right? So that's what I will do. You can tell us where you're going. Bearing in mind I wasn't around on the session where we came in. Is there a safe place? Uh, the the ins Outside the wall. Outside the wall. There are monkeys and things and shit, aren't there? There are monkeys and things and shit. That's exactly what there are. <laughs> the jungle closes in on all sides around the wall. There is a clearer area around most of the wall. To the south, the jungle actually looms over the wall a little. Mm. Within the wall, there are bits of ruins. So if you're worried about worms in the ground, there are some 
pieces of structure that you might be able to stand on Sorry. where you feel that you wouldn't yeah worms in the ground miniature versions of the green worms that you fear so deeply mm-hmm. were wiggling and surfacing uh, in the parched scrub grassland all around the ziggurat within the wall within the wall but are they outside yeah. the wall as well not that you saw right and the beholder was inside the wall was it no no the holder was outside the wall so I think the readers could probably do with this as well. Ziggurat, horribly scary. Outside the ziggurat, you've got an area of ground that is enclosed by a single black obsidian ring wall that's 30 foot high. Within that ring, there are some structures, some bits of ruined building, but mostly it's a sort of scrub, dry grass where you have seen little miniature worms wiggling away. Outside the wall, you have more ruined city and some open areas, but mostly just jungle. In the jungle, the mighty jungle, you fled as you heard large numbers of what sounded like hostile creatures zeroing in on your location. Sounded like some kind of primate. You also saw a beholder. You think it was a beholder, although Johnny is convinced that it is a first edition gas spore. Mm-hmm. Wubbling about in the trees <laughs> to the north. Alessandra shot at it, damaged it. It started following you. You bailed over the wall and left it outside. Nodbod the monkey that Bugraft spoke to seemed to indicate that the wall was a bit scary and that he didn't go over the wall and that no creatures would go over the wall. So different set of problems inside now, but outside feels yes. like it's possibly... We wouldn't get attacked immediately. Not immediately. And on top of the ziggurat? If I remember rightly, the discussion we had with Mike was once you were aware that these worms were crawling around, basically you could avoid them by... Yeah, easy to seeing. avoid or burning some part of the ground and you You might be able to conceivably come up with a mechanical solution that would prevent them getting at you but you needn't do that your sharp recollection is there are some ruined stone bits between the wall and the ziggurat surely standing on one of them would make you worm free but visible to anything within the top of the ziggurat mightn't be a bad place to stop yeah the ziggurat itself has got this weird cactus-like spire thrusting from the top tier it's a one two three it's a four tier ziggurat right there are areas of the ziggurat perfectly solid areas of the ziggurat you could just wander about yeah i'm i'm thinking about the top of the stairs the stairs that lead up onto the top of the ziggurat Mm -hmm. alessandra has not gone further than a kind of 20 feet she thinks it's 40 feet there's 20 feet that you can see on our map you can then but from um, the outside we didn't see any threats up there no how thick are the walls? About five feet. Yes, let's say that. Yep. So we'd let's want not to go over, up about let's not 45. Sweat this. Yeah. So okay. So I want to go up to that level where I think the top of the stairs would open out. I'm stepping five foot forwards, touching buggy, and yeah. dimension door. Yeah. The two of us up there. Not a euphemism. Above where the stairs come out. Fine. Yeah. All right. Off you go. Thank you very much. We'll tell you what you see when you get outside in a moment but let's let other people make their decisions what was that thing about your mum I'll say that just before I wig out <laughs> where are you going yeah <laughs> I found your mum's knickers in my house last night yeah <sighs> I'll say that to Hingehead okay <laughs> he goes no bastard <laughs> she turned into flaky <laughs> really showing your age there I mean it's a very kind of on the buses reference actually mm. all round yeah oh, oh, now I'm left in with the um, unenviable decision I have the terrible job of saying who goes home this week. I look to my um, left and down, and I see Parker. How how well is Parker looking? 
36 hit points, but I've still got my relentless endurance. <laughs> I mean, I can fight my way out. So out of view, just before I do that, I'll point upwards to Sessions and Parker. Yeah. What do you think your chances of surviving around against all of these creatures are, Lucas? Lucas. Um, Parker? Well, I mean, would I actually have to survive against all... I mean, what I'm thinking is if I were to we, start moving out, they're no, not all going to get to They all they have a round before so the you fly go. things all can get to you. We know they have tremendous movement. Hinge head, I guess it yeah. depends whether his death thing recharges... Yeah. Oh, it's on a six, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, the priest one, God knows what, the flame strike. Have you got any, um, ob- like, obscuring mist or something like that? Just to See, I think cloud? those angels, I think those angels, an area of effect spell would take all three of them out, and you could probably get the priest guy mm-hmm. as well. Purple shouts down <laughs> from the roof. <laughs> no, metagaming. Come metagaming. On. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not giving away my position. We're crouching down and hoping there's no no monsters up there all the angels okay they were looking very wounded when they descended the pit they're oh, still they're looking, looking wounded oddly refra- oh, okay. they're still looking wounded but they're not looking as wounded. wounded yeah right so i think my options are as follows mm-hmm. i could try some sort of area effect i think i have one there and then try running away which would leave parker and Alessandra to share the next round. Mm. I could swoop down to pick up either of them and wig us out up, as I understand Burple and Buggy have gone. But I can't do both of them. Mm. Oh dear. So there's a decision to be made. Yep. I mean, I fancy my chances against maybe two or three of them because they, you know, they don't hit high armor class, but I don't know, six rolls to hit, that's... Could you do a big heal on Parker and then run up the thing? I mean, if I'm honest, an area of effect spell on one of the... Getting rid of one of those angels that happened to take my hit points... Yeah, I don't think we know that... The one that took hit points off me... We don't know that that could actually give it back to you, do we? Well, we don't, but could be worth a try. They've healed up, haven't they, in their miasma? Do you think they've healed a little? What sort of spell were you thinking, Graham? Well, I don't have many... I have basically shatter. <laughs> I think that's it. Have you got the destructive wrath left? Charity uh, to max out the damage, or have you used those all right? Nope, I've done it. Can't do that again. Done it twice. How many hit points have you got? I've got sixty-two. Okay, well you're you're okay for a round, aren't you? I mean, if he does a flame strike or something. Well, like last time the curse knight hit me, he did fifty hit points in a round. But he's dead. He's dead. Yeah. Well, I don't know what the others do. I'm not going to stand there. I'm going to wig out. It's just a question of what I do before I go. Wig out is a new phrase to me, by the way. Anybody else? Wig out? I've I've got a problem with wig out. Bug out. Bug out, yeah. I could buggy out with. That's where it comes from. Wig out is better. I always thought wig out was like go wild. I'm going to Google it while you discuss what to do. Any thoughts? Wig out meaning. Here we go. Um... Or I could Behave do a big heal on Parker erratic way, panic or become hysterical. I think you should do a big heal on Parker and run up the stairs. Parker. Then the next Good round, Parker runs to you and Dimension Door up to the top of the ziggurat, and Alessandra flies up. Buggy shouts down the stairs. From his unconscious yeah. state. Yeah. But like, he's mind-melded yeah, that, because he's that. a rally. We don't want to bring them up to us. <laughs> That's something we've got to get into. At the moment, they don't know we're up there. No, it's a four-level ziggurat. 
those stairs must go up to the first platform. See, yeah. Well, that's point. I'm going to say that they do. They're on the edge, and the platform is. Looking at the map, the platform seems to be. Oh, hold up. Looking at the big map. Okay, you could make a case that they come out on the penultimate tier. Let's say penultimate tier. Okay. All will make sense when you get outside, but of course, by then, the Beholder would have killed you all, so it doesn't matter. So, what are you going to do, Sessions? What's the deal? Well, I'm now thinking that if I run up the stairs, I give away the fact that's where we've gone. The optics of you, Dimension <laughs> Barker, and leaving Alessandra when all we have of Paul is a beard, a top lip, a tube of some sort, and his enlarged sack. I mean, uh, clearly, uh, it's not... When we've got more of Paul, he might be, um, you know... Upset. Well, I'm not the only one that... We if can. there's enough of him, maybe, yeah. It is a lower lip, because I think it's quivering. He might be in bits if you were to lose Alessandra. <laughs> Thank you. We still, this is the longest round well, in history. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm down to uh, making a very crucial. difficult decision. It's almost a Lucas round. It's far what? too complicated a decision for a mere mortal like myself. So I think it, uh, it's, it's time for, you've got to roll the yes. line for misfortune to tell us what we're going to do. Spend the coin. The lady like misfortune, you're going to throw the coin into the yeah. air? Yeah, and I'm going to... You know she's not on your side, Graham. What is snakes and what is ladders? Snakes, I think, is going to be shatter and run up the stairs. Ladders is going to be yep. save someone and dimension door out. If we get that second option, then we'll figure out who. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Flip the coin. Spins, it hangs, it which catches which? the light. Ladders. It saves someone. Uh, disappointed. It <laughs> saves someone. No, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> So Parker, Parker may actually survive. I don't think Alessandra would survive. How many hit points has Alessandra got? Quite a few. I think 53. 50-something, 50 yeah. Parker's got 36, but has got a relentless endurance. Mm. And a much better armor class. Okay. He's, no, he's one of the... The originals. He's an original. One of the originals. So, you know... Alessandra oh, is further yes. away. Yeah. All those trust issues. Yeah, that's true. That's true. What is the decision? You're yeah. going to save someone and go. Who are you going to save? Ghostbusters. And why? Okay, so we're doing the coin, or am I choosing? I think we're doing it's a very difficult decision. It's your round, Graham. You decide. Do you want to be high or light, Parker? Do you want to be snakes or ladders, Parker? Snakes. Okay. Snakes, snakes it's Parker. Ladders, it's Alessandra. Oh, the oh, coin's going. Oh, it's Parker. It's Parker. Okay. Parker. Well, that, that was determined by fate, so I will swoop down, pick up Parker, and I'm going to dimension door to the top of the spire. The very top of the spire. Yeah. Okay. What happens to Alessandra? Well, I need to tell you what happens to Alessandra. We'll, be well I'm running Alessandra. So. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we are. Maybe we should see what we do on the other. We might be back quite quickly. Mm. Okay. Or we probably won't. I'm going to make a determination. First of all, what we're going to do is we're going to put you on the right map. There mm. you go. Okay. Welcome to the city of Kuruth Mar, Dan. You've not seen yet. I haven't seen this, no. It's not really as big as I thought. <laughs> well, it's 20 foot per square. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Assuming you all sort of cluster somewhere close-ish to each other. And then the only well, other he's gone to the top of the sessions. spire, isn't he? He's on the top of the spire. Oh, yeah. There We're we go. up higher, so, so, looking down so we can see what's you're going You're up higher on the top of the spire. Now, the last thing you saw, we've still got a figure for Alessandra when we were here before. I'll remove that because we don't, won't need Alessandra's mini anymore. The... <laughs> the <laughs> The Beholder was lurking around on the northern edge of the obsidian ring wall. The jungle was 
filled with the sound of howling primates and aggression. You can see the structures now that we were talking about that break up the ground in between the ziggurat and the wall. There's a larger structure off to the northeast that looks like it would be somewhere you could comfortably rest whilst not being threatened by the worms that you know are crawling through the ground level. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to go back to the other map and make a few dice rolls. We're going to see what happens. So, starting. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That one. Okay. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, so, this one. Oh. What's Alessandra's armor class? Armor class 17. Okay. And can Alessandra make a. I think it's a constitution save. Constitution. Okay, I got plus three. Okay, she's got an orc dice, right? Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Nope. I think someone okay. else put a rod. Can I use the orc dice? It's up to you. You've got to make a decision. We're going to play this blind. Does Alessandra want to use her orc dice? Or oh. does she want to save her orc dice for no, other saves I'll, that she I'll may have to make later? I really have to make it. Okay. I'm just going to get a... I, I know this is... Everybody makes fun of this, but I just want to get a few bad dice rolls out. <laughs> I mean, oh, I've rolled yeah. a crap... Two crap rolls so far, so just... Can so you okay, so you one would argue that you've got the... 14. Okay. Yeah, yeah, 14. 16. Yeah, 16. Yeah, lovely. Yeah. Five. There's a crap one. Three. There you go. You're going to stop now. Ten. Is that it? Nine. Okay. That's it. Okay. Really work. Anyway. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. So next we roll. All the do- I, I was well, surprised it didn't work, Johnny, because yeah, it's, it's such a foolproof method. Tried and trusted process. Mm. We need that dice tower that was suggested by Peter Bridges. Can I defer or delegate the dice rolling to someone else? Of course. You can do whatever you like. Who, who Next, I'm going to roll. Who feels lucky? I'm going to roll a d6. Okay. That I think that's a good number. Uh, I think clanking. that's Chad doesn't get his scream again. There's some clanking. Does anybody clanking. else want to make these dice rolls? What dice rolls are you making? Okay. I think there's another roll against the right. hit points being stolen. What level have you cast your Ward of Force at, uh, Dan? It's fifth level. You seemed rather determined to bring that down. Mm. Right. Didn't work, I'm assuming. Uncle Buggy. Hang on, were there no other dice ro- saves for Alessandra? You just don't know. Uncle Buggy online. I'm going to make sure him another roll of that sequence. I think we might as well. Oh, you do? This success. Okay. So two lucky succeeds. One fail. Two lucky succeeds, that's what they call Two lucky yeah, succeeds, yeah. That's indeed what they call it. Yeah, stage. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Two lucky succeeds, one unlucky uh, <laughs> unsucceed. Okay, and then we move on to Hacker on four. You find yourself on the top of this spire. You're hundreds of feet in the air. Mm-hmm. The heat is oppressive. The sun is baleful, gazing at you through a hazy sky. You can hear the chirp of insects. You can hear birdsong. You can hear the whoop of nasties out in the jungle. Well, have we got a plan? Heal up. Well, heal up in terms of, are we taking a short rest? I'm stepping away for two seconds. You can have a bit of a chat about your plan. As long as that thing keeps trying to bring my wall of force down, we're good. But, yeah, but don't forget those beetles can now walk out back up the steps. Spell then... magic doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm waiting for the success before I tell Mike. So, um, <laughs> which would be just hilarious. <laughs> So my plan is... Although he's going to listen to this recording. Yeah, I know. But by that, by that time, <laughs> I think we're in a different kind of situation. 
We hope. Buggy, have you got healing? Yes, I've got a bit of healing. Right. Well, I've got a single heal. I think we've got enough healing to get us back up. Graham's got a happy stick. I think we can do a fair bit yeah, of healing. The, the happy stick has like but two then we charges. Got spells. Oh, does it? What about short rest? Right. Yes. Yeah. Fine. I mean, a short, short rest, rest or a long rest. Long rest is really what we need, isn't it? It's the spells that we but need. But taking either of those rests means we're basically not doing anything about Alessandra, doesn't it? Yeah. My plan was heal on Bucky. Then next round, Bucky can heal and I can heal again. It begins to kind mm. of mount up. What if, but if I'm healed up, I can run it. I'll run in and try and pick up. Yeah, but it'll take a while to get you back up to decent hit points. If Alessandra survives the round, she can try and get out of there. Yes. I mean, I can run back down towards her or something. When does she go in the initiative? Just before them. What did Parker decide in the end? Good question. I mean, I can do the heal on myself. Cool. If that's what you're doing. Yeah, I would. Alessandra flies out through the gap that the top of the steps that I thought about this. I can't Ah. think that she would have an alternative. You were keen that they wouldn't know where you'd gone. But looking at the options that she has, I can't really see a better option without leaving herself open. Mm. So she has flown out basically near Burple and Buggy. Yeah, excellent. She's had her maximum hit points reduced. What happened with the wall? She took... 19 has been taken off her maximum hit points. Okay. Not the same angel... It was angel number two, please. And is that taken off her actual <laughs> hit points as well? Yes. The worm caller tried to bring down the wall of force and failed. The swords of Chios, including Hinched, stomped forwards towards her, closing in on her. The first two angels failed to hit her. Okay, she... That's where things were. And then she's, and she's in uh, she's Parker territory heal hit point wise. Parker territory heal hit point wise. <laughs> What's up with everybody's grammar today? It's, it's late. It's a long, <laughs> a long day. day. <laughs> We're getting old. I mean, that's the problem. We're, yeah, we're old. It was very long. Yes. Yeah, there is. that is true. I mean, in a couple oh, of years, oh, we won't be able to play at oh, all because oh, we'll have no idea what the dice are. Yeah. Gondor Acres. No, they'll have big dice yeah. that we buy off the back of the Daily Mail, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going near the Daily Mail. Mail on Sunday magazine will have huge, Gondor huge Rakers. dice with elasticated waists. I'm not where is Gondor Acres going to be in awful paper? The Gondor Acres, where's that going to be? Muswell Hill? No, it'll be Middle no. Earth. Oh, God, no. <laughs> it'll be like, I don't know, Harpenden or something. <laughs> in the Shire. It'll have that picture as you drive up with the two old people, one of them with a walking stick, asking you to watch your speed. But one of them will be wearing a crown and the other one will be wearing a pointy hat. I mean, there's... There's two options, really, aren't there? There's the sort of the option that would be really, really nice. Dear readers, the we've long the, has the most. Dear readers, we've value. long speculated that our future may involve setting up a retirement home for D and D players called Gondor Acres. Uh, otherwise, none of this makes any sense. <laughs> it's not our idea. It's <laughs> a, one anyway. of the other members of the Hilltop called Nico, who doesn't play in these sessions. It was his idea. Sorry, which has anybody been watching the Rings of Power? Yes. Yeah. No, I'm saving it. Should I? I quite like it. It's not okay. Good. It's all right. Production-wise, it's you know it's, it looks the business. Yeah, it's been interesting. I wouldn't say it sort of like bowled me over and you know. Better call Saul is a difficult lunchtime watch. <laughs> by the way, Lucas. <laughs> Only murders in the building was my lunchtime watch. Oh, that's a good right. one. I yeah. really like that. Yeah, it's great. Perfect for lunch. Right, you sort of have to concentrate. You, but you sort to? of don't. 
Only murders in the building. I finished it. I'm in Better Call Saul season. No, no, is extremely Saul. shooty for lunch. Yeah. Um, and grim and incredibly tense. And you find yourself sitting there and you realise that you're holding a half-eaten sandwich that you've not looked at for like 10 minutes. <laughs> you're just sitting open-mouthed, staring at the screen. Anyway, on we go, on we go. We're going to switch off the round counter. Oh, what blessed relief. That was the longest combat, I think, of our adventure thus far. Maybe there was a couple of, what was he called? Hooves. A couple of hooves combats that went on, but that was... You mean it's finished? Seven episodes. I'm not saying it's finished. I'm saying that well, we've, we're, we're out of it. We're out we? of initiative. It won't have escaped your notice that this adventure is just one enormous combat. But we're having a bit of a break. Oh, I see. So you get a little a big, bit of Gatorade and a cucumber sandwich. That's the whole thing. We're on a break, and then we can maybe get back into it. Short rest or long rest? Do a short rest to start off with. Well, we do healing first. Let's see where that gets us. Healing, then short rest, and as long as we can, if we end up doing a long rest, then we do a long rest. Tell us about this long building here, Mike. They don't give me much detail, I'll be honest, in the adventure bonds. It's a slab of stone that's 40 foot wide and about 100 foot long. Is it a slab or is it a building? Shall I roll? I'll roll. One to three, it's got an interior and a stone floor. Four, five, six, it's just a block of stone set into the ground. It's a block of stone set into the ground. Excellent. Paul's got a misty step. Yeah, but he can. there's a cream that he can use that <laughs> clears it up. <laughs> uh, he could have done that. Dactarin or whatever it is. Don't you have to be able to see where you're going? Yeah. You no, no, he can just do it by feel. I think he just reaches down between... Oh, I see. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> it's a bonus action. 30 feet. Yeah, you have to see where you're going. Yeah. This has been a very weird session. Yeah, so Mike... It's just a solid block of stone. How high off the ground is the top of it? Picking a number at random, 10 feet. Uh, I mean, if you want. You well, we look it. fairly safe on top of this ziggurat, don't we? Then, uh, if it depends on your definition of safe. Well, you don't know how long it might be before things start to emerge, but at the moment they're not. You don't know the range of a beholder's eye attacks. And can we see the beholder? Not currently. Not from on top of the spire. Good question. I would say you can't see the beholder from the very top of the spire, no. Is there somewhere to sit on the top of the spire? I mean, I think you can find a perch, yes. Can I find... Perch enough to be able to get a long rest. It's not built for comfort. No, but... The... Oh, God, I don't know. I'll roll a d6 again. On a 1 to 3, there is sufficient square footage for you to, you know... Long rest. Yeah, otherwise it's all a bit handholdy and... Adventure Playground. It is... Oh, no, it's okay. You can find a space that you can... Yeah. Well, let's... Um, right, sir. Well, let's long... I mean... I'm not saying there's room for four of you, but there's room for two of you. First of all, we'll heal up. We'll burn some healing spells. So I'll do a heal on Johnny. Mm -hmm. A heal on the buggy, rather. Mm -hmm. uh, nothing's going to save Johnny. And then subsequent rounds, more heals. So, do we need to play this out? I'm just rolling dice in the background to make you feel uneasy. Yeah, which is, you well, know... Well, to be healed, healed, should we do <laughs> short working. resting? Yeah. Because then we can get key points and that kind of thing. Yeah, so we do, we do and then healing, works, short rest, long take rest. Take a long rest. Yeah. yeah. That's what we're going to try and do. Oh, okay, yep. Short rest, fine. One minute per hit dice that you spend. How many hit dice do you want to spend? Uh, well, all of them. I'm easy. 
Right. Well, then, how many dice have you <laughs> yeah. got to spend? 12, 11, 12, something like that? More? Well, 11 um, or 12. You're of different levels. 11 there are level. different levels now. 11 okay. dice. Alessandra's 12th level. Buggy's right. 12th level. I'm just wondering that. I wonder if this whole thing's designed as a sort of attrition thing. So I do, it's possible we won't be able to do a long rest at all. Mm. That would be extremely uh, disappointing. Well, we won't know until we well, find, find no, out. No, I'm just saying short maybe we should just think. Rest. It might be the sort okay. of situation well, let's where play we're this, not allowed to do let's a Let's play this rest. through. So first of all, I will do the healing hands on buggy, which heals 11 points. That's a good start. Then if we have another round... I will do. Just tell me how many rounds you want to spend, how many minutes you want to spend doing the short rest. With a short rest. I will do a cure wounds so at second level on myself in the second round. We're in the realm of rounds, and then we're going to move to minutes, and then we'll move to hours. This makes perfect sense. Anything else that anybody else wants to do that sits in the framework of rounds, like immediate no. stuff? So that heals nine points. So that puts me back on okay. 12. Are we going to start venturing out into the world of minutes? Yes. Yeah. Then you're starting to burn hit dice in order to get yourself hit points back. Yes. Yes. You're left alone for enough time for you to spend as many hit dice as you have, should you wish to do so. Okay. Right. I'm going to start. Nothing that. happens. You can hear whoops and aggressive noises from the tree line outside the wall. Sessions and Parker, you can see from time to time a sort of ape-like figures detach from what seem to be a more general number of themselves out in the forest and explore the open ground between the trees and the obsidian wall, looking aggressive, looking like they're sort of grandstanding a bit. They may occasionally raise their arms above their heads and howl a little to an answering howl from their friends mm-hmm. it looks like all a bit of bravado or aggressive animal behavior but it looks like it's on the up you feel like the frequency of it is increasing the intensity of it this activity is increasing no sign of the beholder i'm using all my dice apart from one to heal up okay i've used all mine i've used five so far alessandro probably wants yes she probably does remember you can't heal those last hit points yeah no she's her maximum's now at 56 Oh, that's got a sting. So I would imagine she probably only needs to roll a couple. Do you need to do... Oh, yeah, every cloud, of course. She's got a few hit points to heal. Even though. Do you think we'll get rid of that? Good question. Oh, one. That's not oh, very oh. good. That's not very Eleven. Good. Let me just roll another one. Oh, that's more like it. Okay. Seventeen. Hang on, let me just see how many she needs. Seventeen. This is fascinating, isn't it, readers? People just... Rolling dice uh, and doing mental arithmetic. One more just to um, get her to maximum. Oh, well, that's just enough. I'd like to do kind of a medicine check on Parker to see whether I think some sort of remove curse might uh, recover his... Oh, yes. Brain. Restoration. Arcana check. Is it Arcana? Less the restoration. Or oh, shit. It is an Arcana. It's a magical... What? I've just remembered. I have no fucking intelligence. Oh, that'll be where I eat. Oh, my yeah, spell. you don't. Oh, yeah. Nor does Buggy. Nor does Buggy. And Parker's lost some as well. A separating wound on my leg. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've been healed now. Oh, yeah, Johnny, yeah you're yeah, all right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> We're doomed. I was suppurating. It was an alive mouth of a wound. Surely the intelligence could be regained with lesser restoration or something. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's Surely. greater restoration, I think, for ability scores. Fifth level spells. 
possibilities. Mm. Anyway, he's not looking. I've great. got five right, intelligence. Right, on we go. Yeah, so far. Mm. <laughs> okay, so it's all so looking sessions. great. Buggy, you know me hungry. Bumbling around. Me <laughs> Thinking of joining. That's why sessions can't decide They're what to primate do. pals out in the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got, I've got, you got four cheese. spells left. <laughs> what next? Well, we're going to try and hunker down for a long rest. First hour passes for that incident. As does the second hour. The third hour, you start to get the sense that your primate pals are growing in aggression and confidence. Right. You can hear them assembling outside the walls. Parker and Sessions, you can see larger numbers of these. You think there must be baboons. Oh or something, God. but they're like lots of creatine. It's been in their diet. These sort of big baboons mm. start assembling and emerging from the tree line, demonstrating their aggressivity and their prowess as they leap and whoop. They get closer and closer to the walls. They start gathering on the little bits of ruined structure that gets them closer to the walls. Alessandra, Burple, Buggy, you look up. And you can see this ring of black obsidian running all the way around you. And then you can see these heads start to appear. One, two, three, popping up all around you, looking down at you. They don't, Sessions and Parker, seem to stray past the runes that are inscribed on the top of the wall. But are they looking, have they noticed us? Yes, yes, yes. That's it's why they're clearly they f- right. It looks like they're drawn by you. Long rest, is that interrupted if you do a spell? Yes. Oh, yeah. Skill check spells and attacks. Is there enough room where Burple and Co. are? If Plenty of room. Loads of room. Okay, so sessions. Maybe we should climb down off the ziggurat. That was the third hour. Fourth hour of your long rest. I'm going to go down to where Alessandra is. Even if you descend the tower from the ziggurat and you're down at the level of the others, you get the sense that more and more of these creatures are gathering around... They don't like us being on this ...the thing. structure... Maybe not, but they seem to be hedged away by the runes or by the wall or something. They're not actually encroaching. Before, perhaps there were five or ten of these creatures. Then there were perhaps 20 or 30. By hour three, there might have been 50 or 60. Now there are more. Maybe there are twice that number. There's almost like a chanting sound building up outside the walls as the howls and screeches of these creatures start to meld together in a unnerving, unsettling unison that <laughs> lifts and falls. Mm. It's rising and falling. It almost feels like it's coordinated. It almost feels like you're listening to the sound of one organism, not many. Oh, and as the sun sets, <laughs> the sound of the creatures reaches a high crescendo. There's a point at which there's not a single spot on the ring of the wall that has not got the baboon standing there. They've stopped jumping up and down. They're just standing there looking at you, swaying backwards and forwards in this sort of eerie, mesmeric, aggressive dance. To the north, there's suddenly light lifting up above the edge of the wall. Giant, spherical creature appears. As it lifts, Gaspar. the baboons lift their arms in unison and gesture them towards this creature. It breaks free of the top of the wall. It spins around. You see its giant eye looking at you. I'll hide behind the, the 
pillar from and we will find out oh, <laughs> no. whether or not you're in as deep trouble as it seems you are when we pick things up next time Help. Uh, yeah what do we do The Billowing Hilltop Podcast is a Billowing Hilltop production. Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. The Spire of Long Shadows and Age of Worms are copyright Paizo. The Spire of Long Shadows was written by Jesse Decker. Music is from Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Sirenscape. All other original material is copyright Billowing Hilltop. Role-playing games are all about getting people together and we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.